Yeah, you know it's going to be a good show when it starts with air drums. Oh, yeah, and we have a myriad of topics to get to uh, on today's podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm Harland Williams. I don't know why I'm enunciating it like that, but screw you. Live with it. Uh, We're going to be talking about um, Osama bin Laden hiding in Pakistan. And what an outrage it is. We're going to be taking some of your voicemails, some very interesting voicemails. We're going to be talking about getting dressed. There's a certain area of getting dressed that's always a pain in the ass. We have a special guest coming by uh, to sing some campfire songs. We're going to be talking about the president's safety today. And we also have another interview with a guy from IHOP, the pancake place. So let's get the syrup and let's get our waffle on. It's the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Please go away and leave me alone. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Have you checked the children? Oh, sweet God. It's December. Can you believe... It's the last month of the year. God, where did it all go? How does a year go by so fast? It always seems fast until you look back at all the things you've done. And uh, if if you look back and look at all the little things and big things you've done, a year seems a lot longer. But if you're looking forward just seems like it zipped by, and uh, here we are, the last month of the year. So uh, let's make the most of it, and uh, I'll be glad if I don't have to do this anymore. Uh, Oh, come on. Roger, do we really have to do this again? What? You know what I'm talking about. Sorry, I can't hear you. Your headphones are... Roger! (laughs) Oh, God. Stop laughing. You want to come in here and do it? Stop laughing. Okay, let's get it over with. My producer, Roger King, you can hear him in the booth, who's friends with the boss upstairs. Once again, his stupid kid, Timmy, is coming in here to teach us all how to do campfire songs. Gee, what what kind of podcast is this, huh? I try to be hip, edgy, on the cutting edge. And I got a producer. Yeah, that's right. I'm looking at you, Roger. Right through the glass. Asswipe. Same to you. What a fucktard. I gotta have a I I got a guy who wants his kid on here to teach us campfire songs. What the hell is that all about? <laughs> All right, let's get it over with. How you doing, Timmy? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good, Timmy. 
You don't have to be a smartass. How would you know if I'm being a smartass? You're like, what, nine years old? I'm 13, up yours. And stop saying up yours to me. Up yours. I stop it. Look, I'm here to sing some campfire songs. I'll tell my dad. Yeah, I can see your dad. And by the way, your voice is cracking. Up yours. All right, what song are you going to do? I'm going to do a campfire song. Well, get it over with and get it started. Okay, here we go. Can you count me in? No, I'm not counting you in. I'll give you an up yours. Uh, one, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I live in the forest. I live in the forest. I'm a little bear. I'm a little bear. Oh, I live in the forest. And I'm a little bear. Great. I wish you would go out in the forest. Up yours. All right, are you done? No, I got one more. All right, get it over with. Hurry up. Stop pushing me. Or I'll do a bonus song. A bonus song, huh? Yeah, that's right, a bonus song. All right, do it. Hurry up. Count me in. Oh, God. One, two, one, two, three, four. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Boys to the yard. Boys to the yard. What are you doing? My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Boys to the yard. Stop singing milkshake. To the yard. Brings all the boys to the yard. Stop it. What's your problem? That is not a campfire song. It sure is. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Is that what? That's right. On any starry, clear night, if you're out in the woods, you can hear a bunch of wolf cubs, a bunch of Boy Scouts huddled around a campfire. Oh, really? Yep, they're singing, My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Boys to stop it. Wow, who put a can of Pringles up your ass? Watch your mouth. Up yours. Can of Pringles. Up yours. Stop saying that. Get out of here. No, I'm doing one more. What do you mean you're doing one more? I said I'd do a bonus one. No, you didn't. You said if I... I'm doing the bonus one. Oh, God, kid. You really know how to grind it. Now count me in. (sighs) One, two, one, two, three. Everybody loves a marshmallow over the campfire fire. Everyone loves a campfire marshmallow because we all love camping. Did you just make that up? No. I've never heard that one, kid. Have you heard this one? Which one? Up yours. Get get out of here. I got one more. I thought you just did your last one. The bonus one. Well, sometimes bonuses have a bonus. Oh, my God. That, Roger. <laughs> oh. Last one, kid. You're really pushing my buttons. Okay, here it is. Count me in. Uh, one, two. No, no, no. I want you to start at a different number. What? I want you to start at a different number. Why? You'll see. 
What do you mean a different number? Well, don't count me in at one, two, three. I want you to start at seven. Why? You'll see. Oh, anything to get this over with. All right. Here's your last campfire song. Seven, eight, nine. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Working nine to five. All the coffee and the pudding. Get out of here. I'm working nine to five. Get out. That's not a campfire song. Get out. What a way to make a living. Get out. What a moron. Two, three. Get out! Up yours! <laughs> okay, here's uh, here's one for you. Here's one that I'm hoping you can answer for me. You ever uh, see when uh, the president of the United States goes overseas? Like he'll go to, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia, he'll go to uh, India, he'll go to China, he'll go wherever, okay? And you know what? It can even be here domestically, all right? But he goes to a whole boatload of ceremonies, okay? And have you noticed that a lot of those ceremonies, there's people lined up down a red carpet or there's people lined up, you know, on each side and the president walks down the middle, or even getting off the plane, right, off of Air Force One. He he walks off the uh, plane, he gets onto the tarmac, and there's a big uh, welcome party there. And have you ever noticed that there's always soldiers? There's always soldiers standing there with with rifles or guns or swords, depending on which country you're in. <laughs> and the president, the commander-in-chief either walks right by this row of potential murderers or he stops and stands and salutes to to them. You know, whether it's like some uh, Sikh guy in a turban with a couple of swords or he's in uh, South Korea and there's uh, some Korean soldiers standing there with their rifles or he's walking past our own troops at uh, Fort Langley or, uh, you know, one of the army bases, and here's these guys with their weapons. Now, I, I just don't think it's a good idea. I watched the, I watched that footage. I watched the president do his thing, and in this day and age, I'm just going, oh god, oh god, which one of these guys is going to snap? Which one of these guys wants to pull a John Lennon? And shoot a president just to get in the history books. Which one of these guys has secretly been training his whole life with Al-Qaeda? And they knew the day would come that the president had to walk by their guy that they planted in the ceremonial welcome lineup. And the president stops to salute. And our little uh, our little uh, soldier greeting the president lifts his rifle and just goes, "At last, the time has come." <laughs> and goodbye, president. Am I the only paranoid one? Does, does this not make you uneasy when the president walks walks through these uh, these armed servicemen? 
I mean, God knows we've seen enough unstable uh, servicemen, you know, shoot their own kind, go berserk on, on enemy kind, go to berserk on prisoners. I mean, good Lord. And so someone's probably standing there and going, hey, well, none of the weapons are loaded. You know what? Maybe they're not. I don't know that. I don't know if they're just ceremonial weapons. Maybe they have corks stuck in the nuzzle or the nozzle. Maybe there's no uh, bullets. Maybe they're not loaded. But let me ask you, how easy is it to sneak a bullet onto a uh, onto a runway? It's one thing to sneak a rifle or a firearm, but if they're handing you the firearm... All you really need is to sneak one bullet. You could hide that under your tongue or up uh, up in your gum line or in your crevasse, if you know what I mean. Your crevasse. So I don't know. Shouldn't they just have guys standing there with balloons and flowers and maybe a clown? Right? Maybe some kids with uh, paper airplanes. Maybe a fat guy greets the president with a cake, but to, to have the uh, lines of guys with, with weapons, weapons of death, greeting our president, I don't know, man. This day and age, it just does not make sense. And I don't know that the president's wearing any uh, bulletproof garments under his suit. It doesn't look like it. I mean, President Obama is, uh, you know, he only weighs four pounds. Certainly doesn't look like he's wearing any bulletproof material. So that's my question. Is it a goofy idea or is it a smart idea or what? I just watch watch TV holding my breath, waiting. Which of these guys is going to snap? Are their guns loaded or are they not? And then I guess the bigger question here in all this is, as you listen to the Harlan Highway... You have to determine, am I loaded or am I not? Probably loaded. So sit back and enjoy. And three cheers for the president. Colin <laughs> Williams here on the Harlan Highway. And we got to talk about Pakistan here. Okay, my patience is running out for our allies in Pakistan. All right, isn't it a uh, pretty much an, uh, a fact, Osama bin Laden, the terrorist that took down the towers, that this guy's hiding in northern Pakistan in the hills, or somewhere along the border with Afghanistan in the hills, in the terrain that's inaccessible, but yet our guys could get there if we were allowed in. But we're not allowed in because we're sending $30 billion in aid to Pakistan so that their forces can take care of the problem. Well, after $40 billion, Osama bin Laden is still on an extended camping trip in the beautiful uh, foothills of the Pakistani mountains. Okay? Enough is enough, man. I mean, send in Yogi Bear. Send in somebody. I can't take it anymore knowing that guy's up there in the hills eating goat and 
singing campfire songs with all his buddies, planning the next attacks, roasting weenies and marshmallows. Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord, let's blow up America. Let's stop playing the old, well, we'll give money to Pakistan and they'll do what's right. Don't you think maybe they're not trying too hard? Don't you think it's time to just say, you know what, Pakistan, we gave you a chance. Screw you. This guy attacked us. We're going in to get him. We got people running across our borders at will, coming in here and working. Canadians, Mexicans, Chinese, Japanese, probably Pakistani. There's all kinds of illegal immigrants here. Why can't we send a crew into the mountains of Pakistan and get the terrorist? Oh, it boils my shrimp. Wait a minute, I don't have a shrimp. No, you know what I mean. I'm all riled up. You should be too. It's your tax dollars that are paying for this guy's camping trip. Send Yogi in. Hey, Yogi Bear here. It's Osama Bin Laden. Gosh, Yogi, what should we do? Let's blow him up, boo-boo. Sounds good, Yogi. The Harlan Highway. Hey, Harlan, it's Justin. We're having a killer 90s party coming up the weekend of the 23rd. There's going to be some mad uh, gas station hot dogs and some roller rinks and some video games. Um, and we're going to beat the Simpsons arcade game. You won't have to pay for any of the Doritos or Lunchables, Capri Suns or Gushers or anything like that. Just give me a call back and, you know, come to the party and it'll be a blast. Okay? Chow mein. Wait, what did you say was going to be there? The mad uh, gas station hot dog. Wow, nothing like a hot dog that uh, smells like gasoline. I don't know, dude. I don't know if I can afford this stuff. Is this is this going to cost me anything? You won't have to pay for any of the Doritos or Lunchables, Capri Suns or Gushers or anything like that. Wow, this sounds almost too good to be true. I mean, I maybe I got to go to this thing. It'll be a blast. Okay, well, I'm going to think about it. Um, you know, Capri Suns and, <laughs> and Splashers and gas station nachos and hot dogs. <laughs> I'm really going to think about it, okay? So uh, don't give up on me just yet, and I'll get back to you. Tell me. hey oh, Harland Williams here. Holy smokes. You ever try to put your pants and your undies and your socks on after you get out of the shower? It's crazy. I mean, uh, I get out of the shower, and, you know, normally you dry the top of your body, right? You do your chest and your hair and your face. And you kind of forget about the lower extremities, you know, the pelvis, the legs, the calves, the feet, the butt. And you're kind of getting ready to go out. You got a big date. You're going out to a restaurant, blah, blah, blah. You go to uh, put the undies on. It's a little damp, okay. You get them on. But then you go to put the socks on, those wet feet, right? And it's like it's like trying to stretch saran wrap over a bowl of half-eaten jello. It's just like That's just one foot. Then the other foot. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, you stupid sock. Yeah. 
<sighs> and that's only halfway up your foot. You're like covering the arch and your toes. Oh, you just can't get them in there, man. And you never remember to dry your feet. Then you got to pull your pants on and your calves are all wet. They get all stuck in there. It's like trying to put on a wet wetsuit, right? Like you're one of these guys at SeaWorld ready to jump in with the dolphins. Pull those pants on. Ah, listen to them squeaking. Ah, stretch. Rip. Great, I just ripped my pants. My socks are halfway on. My undies are wet. Looked like I peed myself. You know what? I'm just going out in the naked. I'm bringing the naked back. I'm streaking to my date. Hi, baby. How are you? Ah! You got any hand towels? Hey, come back. Hello, Harlan. I'm a little late to the game here. I just got done listening to the episode with your cousin. We are talking about cereal. I'm calling in to let you know that my favorite cereals are Cinnamon Life and, uh, and uh, Cocoa Pebbles. Um, I like the sugar cereals, and you're right. You cannot eat just one bowl. Thanks for keeping the Harlan Highway open. I'm always on it. See ya. I have a special guest for a little interview, an in-studio interview, if you will. I got a guy named uh, Daryl Sandwater here. That's right. Yeah. Hi, Daryl. How are you? I'm excellent. Daryl is, uh, I guess you've been working over at IHOP for uh, maybe, what, looks like on your resume here, 22 years? Uh, 23 coming up this October. I'm very excited. I'm in my 23rd pancake year. Wow. Uh, so just so our listeners know, IHOP means the International House of Pancakes. Yeah, and I think we've all been there. What's your fascination with pancakes? I just love them. They're circular. They're fluffy. They're nice and warm. You can put butter on them and it melts. And I love the sensation of pouring syrup all over those stacked up pancakes. Wow, you are <laughs> passionate about pancakes. You bet your hairy ass. Oh, okay. So are there different kinds of pancakes that we should... Oh, yes, there are. We have chocolate chip pancakes, delicious uh, buttermilk pancakes, sprinkled with chocolate chips. Wow, that sounds yummy. Imagine, if you will, eating a stack of 12 and a half inch across chocolate chip cookies stacked seven high. Oh, I don't know if I could put that in me. You bet your hairy ass you could. Okay, I, the, I, the hairy ass thing is... I said hairy ass. Okay, what else you got? Well, we have blueberry pancakes. We take the most wonderful, delicious, ripe blueberries right out of the fields. They are fresh and plump and just explode in your mouth. Oh, okay. I want to ask you a question. What are buckwheat pancakes? What the hell is buckwheat? Well, buckwheat is a form of wheat that is all bucked up. W excuse me? It's buckwheat. It's all... People have been bucking in the wheat, and we cut it fresh right after they finished bucking, and we... We make pancakes. What? What? I'm talking about 
getting into that weed and bucking all over it. Oh, um, Daryl. You bet your hairy ass. Look at that. We gotta go. Thanks for dropping by, Daryl. You're welcome. Please drop by the International House of Pancakes. Feel free to buck weed. We gotta go. Harlan Williams here. Get me some syrup. Let me ask you folks something and be honest. Please be honest. Are you are you car scrape people? You know what I mean? Have you ever scraped a car or nudged a car? I'm not talking about a collision. I'm just talking about that little scrape. You're parked beside someone and you pull back and you just kind of... You scrape the side of their door or you nudge their bumper, but you, you visibly leave a mark. You know, it's just not like a brush. It's a full-on scrape, and you leave like a mark. You scrape the paint. It might only be an inch. It might be three inches. It's nothing drastic, but all the same, if it happened to your car, you'd freak. You'd be like, what the? Some prick scraped my car. It didn't even uh, leave a note or anything. So that's what I'm asking you. Are you car scraper people? Have you scraped a car and done a kind of like a hit and run? And you kind of pretend it. You're like, oh, what was that? Oh, I must have. Maybe I backed over a pop can or something. But you know damn well what you did. But you try to fool yourself. Huh, what? Um, what? Huh, was that a noise I heard? Well, I better get going. I gotta, I gotta, uh, you know, be over at the, uh, at the, uh, where am I going? Nowhere, really. But I gotta be there, and I can't stop and write a note and see if I scrape someone's paint job. So I want you to fess up. I want those of you that have scraped and ran, not a hit and run, a scrape and run. <laughs> Sounds like a bad pap smear clinic. Hello, welcome to the scrape and run. We do your pap smear very quickly so you can get your daily appointment. Welcome to scrape and run. Uh, but tell me, call me, 323-215-1486. Leave a message. Let me hear your scrape and run story. And you know what? Even if one of you have actually been to a pap smear called the scrape and run, leave me that story because that's going to trump any any paint job story. But I want to know. I want to know how many of you out there are honest enough to leave a note, leave a business card, try and track the person down whose vehicle you scraped. Because even though it looks like a little scrape, to us lay people, it's like, oh, it's a little scrape. What's that going to cost? $20 to fix? Eh. Cut to, you know, Luigi's Auto Body Shop. Hey, man, we uh, we fixed that, uh, you know, that one-inch uh, scrape in your door, man. Oh, great. Here's your 30 bucks. Hey, 30 bucks? What am I, uh, what am I a chump? Come on, that's $700 for that, man. Excuse me? You heard me, $700, or we break your legs. You know what I mean? Nothing's cheap anymore. You do anything to your car. I mean, just to get a spare tire is, a, is like 200 bucks now. 
So I want to hear from you people that have done a scrape and run. You don't have to leave your name. You don't have to leave whatever. Like you're going to get in trouble anyhow. Like anyone would track you down for a scrape and run. But I want to I want to hear the logic. I want to hear why you left. Why you didn't stay. What, what was the thought process? <laughs> and if you're wondering why I'm bringing this up, because it happened to me a couple of days ago. Okay, I go to this little mini mart. I stop in to get a Euros and get some lunch. And I see a car parked beside me. It was like a nice little silver like Porsche or some kind of convertible sports car, an Audi or something. And I come Audi the restaurant and I see a damn scrape on my beautiful shiny black truck door. It looks like a birthmark. It looks like a remember John Boy Walton on the Waltons had that giant greasy hairy catfish mole on his cheek. That's what it looked like. It looks it looks like my car now has a, a dirty birthmark. And to think it was some guy in a fancy car, okay? Good figure if it's some chump and a banged up clunker who probably can't even afford assurance, but the the notion that some guy in a hot little sports car with bucks, or so we, we, he wants us to think, scraped my car and did a scrape and run? Oh, I'd like to pap smear that guy. So call me, 323-215-1486. I want to hear your scrape and run stories. Hey, Harlan, it's Justin again. Uh, I was just calling to see if you had got my message. Uh, curious if, if you're free the weekend of the 23rd for the 90s party or not. Uh, word is you just bought a bunch of rollerblades. I know Eric is going to go ahead and he's going to get those gushers like, like we talked about. So just, just give me a call back. Let me know. You can just stop by. Feel free to you know bring a friend. Uh, 334 Klein Creek Court in Carroll Stream, Illinois. And, man, we're really looking forward to seeing you, okay? Yeah. Okay, buddy. You know, you, you, you almost had me. You almost had me with, with the gas station hot dogs and the thunderstruck nachos and the, the, and, the, the, and the gushers. I don't even know what that is. It sounds almost perverted. And it just sounded too good to be true. And everything was so friendly and great. And then right at the end, you know how everybody has a dark side, right? I'm going to play it again. Right right at the end, it, right at the end as it tails off, he goes, we're really looking forward to having you. And then there's a little silent spot. And then you just hear, yeah. 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 <laughs> and the yeah thing gets a little dark like that that's that yeah even though it's short yeah it says so much it's one of those like yeah you're never coming home alive right listen listen to the friendly greeting and then wait for the little pause and listen to the yeah this is your last day on earth hang on here it is man we're really looking forward to seeing you okay yeah <laughs> Am I right? Is that not trouble that, yeah? Is that not I end up in the back of a trunk with duct tape over my mouth and a garbage bag over my head and uh, chains around my ankles? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, man. You gotta you gotta learn to read into those little signals. Don't don't flower me with gas station hot dogs and gushers and nachos and you're planning my murder? Yeah. Sorry guys, that little Yeah. Yeah. Was a dead giveaway. So you keep trying and maybe next time you'll get to the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Harlan Williams. Now, if you really want to see me party, if you really want to come to a Harlan Williams party, here's what you do. If you're in uh, Seattle, Washington, on the West Coast, I am going to be at an incredible comedy club, The Parlor, uh, in Seattle, Washington. I will be there December 9th, 10th, and 11th. Uh, Great club, great facility, very upscale, very modern. there's pool tables afterwards. There's it's just a great it's in a great location and uh we are gonna have a blast. So if you're in the in the uh, Seattle area or even if you're up in uh Vancouver, Canada, uh shout out to my Canadian peeps. Come on down. I think it's about a two hour drive. Come on down and see your brethren in action. Uh it's my my last uh live show for two thousand ten. Check it out. And then don't forget, folks, Christmas is in just a few weeks. There's still time to hit the harlandwilliams.com web store. And we have all kinds of incredible uh, comedy-related gifts for you to put under the tree or in the stocking. We have have DVDs. We have my stand-up specials. We have CDs. We have T-shirts, we have my book, we have my movies, all kinds of great stuff. So um, if you're still searching for a great present to uh, give to a friend or a loved one, hit harlowwilliams.com, click on our store, and uh, don't worry about not getting it as long as you order before, uh, you know, the, uh, I would say the the, uh, 17th, you will get your stuff on time. Um, and, uh, sure to bring some joy into your home. Be sure to tell your friends about the, uh, the Harland Highway, um, so we can spread the joy to them too. And like I said, we'll see you, uh, December 9th, 10th and 11 at the parlor in Seattle, Washington. Uh, had a great time with you here today. And uh, don't forget, we will be uh, we will be doing our annual Harland Highway Christmas Day Parade as we get closer to Christmas with our commentators John and John. So uh, I will uh, keep you posted on that. And uh, I'm just about out of breath. So I had a great time. Hope you had a good time. Um, if you can't find me, just t- check out the roller rink. Follow the smell of uh, garage gas station hot dogs and I should be in a trunk somewhere so until next time my friends chicken chow mein baby we're sorry your call cannot be completed as dialed please check the number and dial again this is a recording yeah